everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today on my show on International Angels Network. This is your host, Susie Parrott, and today I'm coming live from just out London, outside of London, on this hot day. Um, like I say, we're a show of, that loves the weird and wonderful. We explore fairy realms, unicorns, angels, spirituality, and lots, lots more. We love helping spiritual entrepreneurs and helping people in general. I always say we're not just a network for uh, the angels or, you know, we're a radio show that continues to work to help people and entrepreneurs. Guys, I do have a guest today, uh, but if you would like to call us at the later, uh, the latter part of the show, uh, the number is 1-516-453-9162. I'll say that again. It's 1-516-453-9162. Please remember just to press one to be in the queue don't press it again once you've been scanned as it were by claudia the uh my beautiful show producer um she'll speak to you and just stay on the line okay because a lot of people think to press one again and then they go to the bottom of the queue so i just wanted to say that um i am really excited about my show today i'm always excited but i'm really excited today because uh my guest is to do with fairies and other realms, but I always act up and I'm really silly with this energy because <laughs> whenever I get together with Claudia, she's a fairyologist. Um, I'm always like, it brings in such a fun energy. So we're going to have a great show today, guys. I just know it's probably going to go quick as usual. So I'm going to get on and do what I need to do before I introduce my lovely guest who is actually on my time zone as well, uh, which is nice and quite unusual because normally everyone I, in, um, I interview is from the States or even Canada. So it's nice to have someone on my time zone. Whew, catch my breath. Um, International Angels International Network is sponsored by Audible by Amazon. Guys, you can get a free book if you'd like to go there and... Um, have a, a free book for a month if you can i want to talk i always like to say where you can catch us as well because if we have a live show there are many our shows are then archived on on many platforms so like a like um itunes is now apple podcast so you'll find us there you'll find us on Podable, player fm castbox radio public podtail podchaser podpeen stitcher Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, and we're now available on TuneIn Radio, MyTuner Radio, and you can listen to us on Amazon Alexa as well, Apple TV, Roku TV, and other smart TV devices, Apple Watch, and obviously you can do it through Bluetooth as well on your car audio system, or actually even if you have a Wi-Fi speaker, that's how I've listened to my show before on my Wi-Fi speaker. Uh, so, yeah, like I say, I'm really excited about our show today. I am going to do the up-and-coming shows for the next week now because otherwise I get, if I run out of time, then I feel bad on my hosts and not saying what's coming up. So I will do that now before we get stuck into the show and I introduce my, my guest. Um Tomorrow's show, good grief, it's Thursday already, <laughs> July the 18th. 
Um, it's 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. Is Mr. Alex Levy, his show. Um, a bit of astrology with Colin Beryl, and they're doing mini readings tomorrow as well. And then we have, we don't have a show until Sunday. I, I keep thinking that there should be a show on Saturday, but obviously that used to be my show. So, no, the next show is on Sunday, July the 21st, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Mystical Connections with the lovely Claudia Abara. She has a special guest. Uh, oh, a fairyologist, Andrea Below, and the Dream Shaman. That, that sounds interesting. Like I say, me and fairy energy always brings out the silliness in me. Um, Monday is our next show after that, which is July the 23rd, 9 p.m. Eastern Time again, guys, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, and that's Divine Guidance with Shishi. And then Tuesday, which is the 23rd of July, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, Angel Navigation with the beautiful Diane Morgan with the returning guest Anna Savino, Planetary Guidance for the Lions Gate Portal and they're doing free mini readings for that as well. And then next Wednesday, this is my new show on a Wednesday, um, July the 24th, 6pm UK time, 1pm Eastern with me, Susie Parekh. And I'm doing a podcast show, Are You Understanding Your Dreams, which is quite a, it's quite um, an interesting podcast. So if you'd like to listen to that, guys, that's my next show next week. Right then, excuse me, guys, I'm a bit, it's so hot here today in London, you know, I'm a bit dry-throated. So like I say, I'm really excited about my guest today. She has a lovely, fun energy about her. And um, I would like to welcome the fairy whisperer. Uh, this is Claire. She's a life coach who works intuitively and creatively with nature for well-being. Her main passion is, is to engage people with nature, their creativity, gosh, I'll get my teeth out, their creativity, and to spark feelings of wonder, and guardianship in our natural spaces. She believes that regular immersion in nature, relaxation and creativity can positively, God, I told you I need my teeth in today, guys, positively transform well-being. There is so much evidence to show that engagement with nature is good for our well-being. It sure is. I enjoy combining my intuition and creative skills and knowledge to help people with their creativity, promote the benefits of connection with nature for well-being, inspire others to live a happier and fulfilled life, sparking feelings of wonder that are often lost in childhood, encourage guardianship for our world natured spaces, She's very lucky, guys, because Claire lives in Devon, which is a fabulous place, and it's near Dartmoor, which is beautiful, and there is a lot of fairy energy down there, I can tell you that even I know that much. With her two children, they regularly have adventures in nature. 
she's looking forward to meeting me and all of us and working with you. Love from Claire, the fairy whisperer. Oh, I'm so excited to, to, to bring you in, Claire. Hi, Claire. Hi. I hope you're there, oh, darling. Oh, hello, you hi, sound Susie. clear as a de- Hi, honey, you sound so clear. Before we started, oh, I think the fairies were playing up. <laughs> I think the fairies were playing up with us, but we you sound oh. fine. <laughs> And sometimes that's why we ask people to ring into the show, you know, 14 minutes before we start. So if there's any hiccups or things that we didn't know about, um, you know, we can sort it. So we did. So it's it's fine. Sure. It's lovely yeah. to have you on the show. Yeah, it's lovely to be here, Susie. I've been really excited about talking with you and everyone. And, um, yeah, thank you for having me on your show. It's a real delight. Oh, it's lovely to have you on. Like I say, anyone that knows me, if I get anyone with your energy, like Claudia's energy, I do, I do, it brings in for me personally, it just makes me want to be silly (laughs) and laugh a lot because it's that, in a way, fairy energy, because I feel it all around you, like I do Claudia, it's kind of that mischievous energy. So, yeah, yeah, sorry if I'm, like, giggly. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's great. Love it. That's what it does to me, honestly. <laughs> but, I, you know, it's just me. Whenever, like I say, very energies around, it just brings out such, yeah, it, takes me, it makes me want to be a kid again. It really does, you know? Yeah, yeah it's very joyful. Yeah, that's it why is. I love connecting. Yeah, and it takes people back to that sense of that childish kind of wonder that a lot of us lose um, when we become adults. And it's really important to hang on to that for our well-being and um, happiness in life. I agree, and sanity. <laughs> Because yeah. otherwise, as an adult, life's just crazy, isn't it? You know, it's like you're so busy doing everything. And I think, you know, if you hold on to something from the past that you like doing, mm-hmm. why the heck not? Exactly. Why not? Why yeah. not take us back to our younger years? And this is what, like I say, fairy energy does for me. So why did you set up Fairy Whisper, how did you go into this? This is what intrigues me. Oh, okay. So I've always felt a connection with nature since I was a child and always felt a connection with fairies and something, you know, I always knew there was another invisible realm that um, I sensed that there was more to nature than I could see, that I was sensing something else. And then you know, I used to, I think the first fairy book I had was um, Flower Fairies of the Wayside. And um, I forgot who the illustrations are by a really famous fairy artist, Cecily Mary Barker, I think. Um, but it was just a little book. 
and it really inspired me and I started drawing fairies as a child and then just throughout my life I noticed that when I was going through difficult times I'd lose that connection um, or I'd forget about it and then something would draw me back so I'd go into nature and I'd reconnect to that energy again and um, it came out through my artwork I was drawing fairies painting fairies um, and then I I went to university and studied art and didn't enjoy it very much but I I missed Dartmoor I lived I was in Wales and um, oh there were lots of fairies yeah there were lots of fairy stories about the Gower Peninsula where I was at university in Swansea Gower is nearby and it's quite a similar landscape to Dartmoor so um, that my art became very connected to the landscape there and I started to do paintings of the Gower um, oh, and then wow. when I came home yeah and then when I came home I started to fill sketchbooks for the fairy pictures these images of fairies started to just fill up my sketchbooks and I started to make fairies from, um, like, fairy dolls, fairy figures. So it's just sort of pouring out of me. This um, It's just something I felt really connected to and wanted to express. Um, but that, that then, fairy energy was obviously around you then, from from that yeah. time. For you to be, you know what I mean? To be you, you, you drawing, they get... You see, it's like with me. If they're feeding me their energy and then you start doing things related to them and sometimes yeah. if you don't see things in the physical, you are, your, your life is kind of taking on their energy in another form because everyone thinks, because you can't see fairies, dragons or unicorns, they don't exist. Mm. And it's not the case. They are there, and once you start to believe in them and follow that path, they will find ways to express themselves to you, whether it's through art or music. I mean, I play the harp as well, and I get inspiration from music. I don't know where it's come from. <laughs> um, the fairies. <laughs> the fairies, yeah, the fairies, definitely. Yeah. I mean, uh, this morning I woke up and I... I just started singing a song and I realised it was connected to some photographs I'd taken of a cherry tree that's in my partner's garden. And um, I'd created some photographs of her because I also do um, digital art using my cell phone. And um, I created these images of this cherry tree that were, yeah, quite unusual. And somebody in my group my fairy group said, oh, my gosh, I really felt that this, the tree was singing to me. And um, I said, oh, wow, that's amazing. And then this morning I woke up with this song. So, yeah, it's like once we start to connect with that vibration, whatever it is, whether it's angels or fairies or whatever we believe in, then this information and connection starts to happen. And it's really magical. It sure is. Yeah. Do you sell your artwork? 
Well, I yes, I do occasionally, but um, at the moment I'm just doing it for myself as a just an enjoyable thing. But I am creating a book. I've got several ideas for several books. I've been creating some illustrations for a book on pixies um, because where I live in Devon on Dartmoor, um, pixies or piskies as they're called in Devon are the sort of most well-known fairy and there's lots of stories about them in this part of the world. So in, in folklore, Dartmoor folklore, there's lots of stories about pixies that go back hundreds of years so and I've had experience of pixies with my children and I made up stories about them um so that would be amazing children's books sounds like they'd be really good kids books you know you've got some you've got some real amazing stories in you that you 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 will be or have to get 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 down and done. <laughs> sounds, yeah, they're, sounds, they're really pushing uh-huh. you. Yeah, I've kept a fairy, I call a fairy journal for a few years, since about 2016. Um, I started to keep journals of all of my creative ideas to do with fairies, all of my walks that I've done in nature where I've experienced fairies. And um, so there's lots of information that I I share with people online and also intend to put my books, yeah. And I put into my coaching work as well. So I think, oh, yeah, I had that experience. That would be really good to introduce that into my coaching with this person, you know, and different people are open to different things. But um, I've found working with fairies as my life coaching to be a really powerful thing um, to do because it's about you know to to change our lives we have to believe that the impossible can happen and have to believe that we can um, manifest amazing things for ourselves so to have that belief in something magical really helps that journey I agree yeah Totally agree with what you're saying. So you've been seeing fairies and other woodland creatures since you were very small then. Yeah, well, as a child, I just sensed them and saw them in my imagination. But then since, I would say, um, about 1999, to be precise... (laughs) I started to work with angels. I started to work with angels, and then in the early 2000s, the real turning point was I had my first digital camera, and I started to take really enjoy taking pictures of nature, and I used Photoshop to create uh, magical mm-hmm. imagery of um, from my photos of nature. And then I took one specific photo in some woodlands near where I live, and I thought, oh, my goodness, that was a fairy. Um, there was a little um, blue light that looked like a little figure near a tree um, in this photo. And I looked at it, and I thought, 
I've seen something like that before, and I really love Brian Froud's fairy artwork. Um, and there is a painting that he's done. I mean, Brian Froud, who lives on Dartmoor, up on Chagford, and has created lots of fairy books and fairy oracle decks. He created a painting of a little fairy sprite that was very, very similar to what I'd captured in my photo. So, oh, wow. yes, yeah, so, yeah. So since then, um, I've taken photos, and I more and more I've seen imagery in my photos, and and now since, oh, I think it's last last year or the year before, I went to Glastonbury and had the inspiration to create um, digital images from my nature photos where I'm mirroring parts of the photo to create um, faces and figures and fairy doorways and sort of portals, if you like, into the unseen. Yeah. So there's lots of ways to work with the fairy realm, but um, I use several different ways. So there's the art, music, and helping people with um, life coaching. And I also, I'm also leading fairy walks now to help people with their well-being. Um, I thought that. I thought that was yeah. a really good idea because, guys, yeah. I just I started following Claire on social media because she was coming on my show, on my show, and you know, you you want to support people. So yes, you know, you follow people, and I was like, I saw that, and I thought that was wicked because you were actually dressed as a fairy and really getting into the role, and it and yeah. like going through the woodlands and I just thought it was amazing I thought it was a really good idea because if somebody did something like that near me I would for sure go along you know because you would be meeting minded people for one and if you're you know you're a fairy lady and others it'd be quite probable that you know we could take pictures and see fairies so you know I'd be up for that I just thought it was a great element of having people be interested. Yeah, that was really fun. I dressed up. It was um, for midsummer. I did a fairy walk. And um, for International Fairy Day on the 24th of June, I did a twilight fairy walk at a lake near my home up on Dartmoor and um, dressed up with my wings and everything. And you look amazing. I just Yeah. So I don't I don't dress up for all of my walks, but um for certain special days in the fairy calendar then, you know, that I want to celebrate with people, then that's I'll dress up in my fairy dress and wings and, and uh really help people to step into that fun um I, way of being, I just think it's yeah. yeah, I just thought it was amazing, you know. And I think as we're adults, you know, people kind of yeah. think, Oh, don't be silly, fairies, you know, they're not real and things like this. And you think, Hold on a minute, you know what I mean? It's like you say, if you're in yeah. the mindset of it, you're liable to see them. I mean, why do you think as humans, adults, that we do lose our ability to see fairies 
why why is that i suppose it's the same scenarios if people don't see spirit and they did when they were young mm-hmm. i think it's some of it's social conditioning so you know maybe our elders tell us that it's you know parents family peers might say oh you know it's really silly or it's not real yeah. or it's just your imagination, but I mean, imagination is the most powerful thing we have. I mean, that's how everything is created in the world, and why not use it for good um, to create something amazing? So, yeah, I think it's partly conditioning, it's partly um, life can be challenging. I mean, we're, we're in human bodies uh, with human troubles that we have to deal with. There's so much going on in the world to fill us, you know, with fear. And um, it's when we go into fear and terror and the darkness that we become, I believe, become separated from that space of feeling that anything is possible, that childhood wonder. Um, So it's it's about maintaining that and it's really it's not easy you know we all have you know I've got things going on in my life with family and you know I'm a mom I've got things children to look after and there's always something coming up but it's it's having something that's in our lives some sort of system that keeps us balanced and and able to cope and one of the things that helps me is meditation um, and I'm a meditation teacher, and that's something that I do regularly, and also engage with nature. So I think that's, you know, if we're not connecting with nature, that's another thing that can detach us from that natural realm. We are nature, and um, if we're living in the city and not engaging with nature, for example, in any way, then we can become very detached and think, well, this is what the world is about, when in fact, you know, we need we need that contact with the rivers and the sea and the trees and the, and the plants, even if it's just going to our local park and spending time there. Um, it's just to have that space, really, to, to reconnect. With who we are. I personally find being out in in the woodlands and the trees very energizing. I mean, I do the ocean as well, yeah. but if I'm amongst yeah. the trees and the plants, and I do find it energizing. And I always love, you know, being out and about. I yeah. seem to spend yeah. so much of my time. Do you know what I mean? In in a shop. So when the weather's yeah. good, yeah, I want to be out there with nature and it helps me forget myself mm. in a way as well, you know, reconnect with what's important. Yes. That's what yeah. it does for me, you know? Yeah, yeah, it brings us back down. It's very grounding. brings us back, literally back down to earth. Um 
because life can be very fast-paced and, you know, there's so much social media on the news, um, the magazines, all these different distractions that can lead us into really difficult states of mind that aren't helpful. <laughs> um, but being in nature without those distractions and just having a bit of time out can, like you say, just help us realise, right, okay, what is important? What do I want from my life? And so uh, where is my life going? And And just having some fun as well. You know, I think we need to remember to have some fun in our day-to-day lives and enjoy, enjoy the life that we have here um, and make the most of it because life, you know, we've all got to pay the bills, but life isn't all about work, work, work. <laughs> um, there needs to be a balance. I mean, that's what I'm all about, helping people to find balance in their lives between work and life and uh, some you know more well building in more well-being into their lives and um, if I can do that through talking about fairies and you know talking about nature from a, a magical perspective and communicating with people on that level then then that's great, you know. If it if it you inspires have, one person. Spirit yeah. are just jumping in. They they wanted me to ask you, Claire. Do you have a fairy that you work with regularly? Uh yeah, well that's interesting because just recently they said ask um, her what who her fairy is. You know, like you have your guardian angel, uh, it's like oh, I don't know who her fairy is. I'm like, Okay, I will. Yeah. I do. So, yeah, I do. There's a couple actually, but the main one I'm working with at the moment through, um, I started to meditate every morning a few months ago, and just really tuning into the fairy realm because I was about to start some work with. Um, a big trust that looks after all the reservoirs on Dartmoor. Oh, wow. And they'd offered, yeah, so they'd offered me the opportunity to lead walks around the reservoirs. So basically to give me a license because you need permission to do it uh, for health and safety and all of that. And um, I was really excited. But I was like, how am I... How am I going to work with the, the water? You know, this is a wonderful opportunity. And thinking about the, these huge bodies of water, all the wildlife they support, all the ecosystems, all the, um, yeah, all, all of the different elements that are in these amazing places, so rich and oh, quite mind boggling. So I connected in and a fairy stepped forward called, and she calls herself Tuana, and I've actually drawn her. And she um, is one of the she fairies, which are an ancient race of fairies. Um, the she are 
more well known in Scots, Scottish and Irish fairy lore. And they are said to have lived in Ireland before Ireland was invaded by people. And when people um, arrived in Ireland, they went into the hills. So they are said to live in the, the mounds, the burial mounds that are in Scotland and Ireland. Um, they're human size, they're very tall, varied. Um, so she, she's got a tall, very long, dark hair, um, dressed in white, very striking. And um, she's been my guide, and she's given me lots of information about how to work with the lakes and the landscape and the land. So I've been, this last year, I've been really expanding my work with working with the land and water especially, and introducing that into my work with people as well, because as you know, water is to do with the emotions, and we can do lots of work with releasing emotions. With, so fairies um, do help the earth. Yes, so they want to work in partnership with us. I mean, the reason that so many people are connecting with fairies now is because fairies are stepping forward. The fairy realm has really moved forward to... Um, encourage those people that are open to working with them to work in partnership with them to help the planet um, so by in whichever way raising awareness of environmental concerns or you know even small things like doing a beach tidy up whatever can be done it's it's um that's why there's so much, I think there's so much more out there now with about fairies and unicorns and <laughs> all these magical yeah. beings. Um, there's a growing consciousness. And that's coming from the fairy realm itself because they're reaching out. I just wondered if the fairies, do they have a hierarchy like angels do? They're ones that work closest to humanity. Um, no, there's not. They don't really have a hierarchy. There's there's different types of fairies. There's all different types. Right. I tend to just call call them all fairies because there's elementals which are just connected with the element that they're related to. So. The earth elementals, for example, and water elementals, and they they just made up of that one element. Um, then there's all all different types of fairy beings, from tiny little sprites to you know um, giants to um, fairy gods and goddesses, um, fairy kings and queens. So one of the fairy queens I connect with is um, when I'm in the woodland is the um, the green lady, or the queen of the wildwood. Um, 
quickly that they help us as well personally like you said um but I had I had brownies in my house about two months ago and I physically saw them and heard them which was wonderful they were giggling they were so funny um but (laughs) they were they were they stole my earrings and I said to them come on guys I'll give them back I went I went to brush my teeth I came back and they were back where I put them the night before, and I just hear all these oh. little giggling. You know? It's so funny. Honestly, it was so funny. They move so quickly. You, it's hard to keep your physical eye on them. You know how mm-hmm. how quick they move. Um, but I would mm-hmm. like to mention as well the fact that you you're offering a a free clarity session. And it's on INA's show description notes, guys. Uh, so that a bit. Could you tell us a little bit more about that, Claire? Yes, yeah, so yeah, I really, you know, I'm very heart centered with my work, and I really want to help as many people as I can. Um, so I do offer free um, 45 minute clarity session for anyone that's struggling with where they want to go forward I mean it's it's life coaching so it's about you know if you want to improve your life in some way perhaps you want to improve your finances perhaps you want to start a business um, if you want to find love so you know for example I'm I'm doing a a walk on on the 8th of, no, sorry, it's the 7th of August on Dartmoor, and that's for anybody that wants to find a way forward with finding a partner, their ideal partner and relationship. So any life area that people are struggling with, then they can come to me for a free session, and I'll give them a time and give them some you know, strategies and ideas about how they can move forwards. And then, you know, there's no obligation if they if they want to just have that session and and that's it, that's fine. You know, or if they want to work with me, then we can we can talk about that as well. So and there's different ways, you know, that we can work together. So yeah, that's that's what I'm offering. That's my gift to people. And um you know, because I I've been on quite a journey, so I understand, you know, that's why I'm doing life coaching, I suppose, because um, I know what it's like to be in an unhappy situation or unwell, struggling with your health, a job you don't like, in a relationship you're struggling with. Um, I've been through all of those things, and, you know, life always throws up challenges, so... I really want to help people to move into a happier place and I can do that through my life coaching and also through connecting people with the fairy realm um, and into, you know that I intertwine the fairy connection with my with my life coaching yeah which is Claire. my life coaching is very intuitive yeah sorry no carry on darling yes. I didn't want to knock to your yes. stop Please carry on. Oh, I just got <laughs> <when you're> ready. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I was just going to say my life coaching is um, it's called Thrive Craft Life Coaching. It's intuitive and metaphysical. It's based on intuition. Uses lots of meditation. So it's not you know pushy pushy life coaching. It's it's very gentle, nurturing, and so it fits very well with working with nature and the fairy realm as well. But it's empowering, so it's gently empowering. I'm relaxing by the sounds of it. I'm relaxing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sounds really a nice way of doing it, you know. Like you say, nothing too pushy, as you say, you know. Sounds a nice Mm. way to do it. It was Mm. actually uh, one of my my hosts that is... um, that is listening to us, bless her. She's got a question yeah. for us. She says, do you do, because you obviously do meditation, do you do fairy meditation or anything like that to call in your fairies or are they just there? Yeah, I do. I do a fairy meditation. So meditations I do, I I interweave that with um, with with fairy so you know it's called path working when you work directly with fairies um path working meditation so literally taking somebody on a journey um so they're guided for example walking through a woods and meeting a specific type of fairy asking a question um getting some guidance from that fairy or fairies or whatever being I want to connect with. So I was working with one of my coaching clients the other day, and she feels a real connection with Merlin. So we brought him in, and she got some guidance from him. So whoever that person wants to work with, we can, you know, if they've got a personal guide, or they want to meet, if they want to meet their fairy guide, perhaps they don't know who their guide is, and we can we can connect into that through meditation as well answer the question yeah yeah it was good because I haven't thought of it but they're firing they're firing questions at me Um, (laughs) and yeah they're all asking me I'll ask her this ask her that I'm like blimey all right um also they're saying will you offer us one my host my other host are saying would you I have one minute from our timer whatever yeah because we only have 10 minutes left so you don't have time to do one today for us but maybe um, anyone that's out there that's listening um, you know you do your meditation you do them live as in record them I haven't so far no but I do need to I, that's, that's you've, yeah you're just shouted at me because they're on about doing a meditation god love them my other host but i'm thinking spirit is saying to me well why doesn't she record them and i thought well i'll ask her then (laughs) yeah yeah no i do need to do that i it's something i've looked into and it's something that i shared yeah oh thank you yeah I will and do also that. they keep on yeah. at me before, before I forget they spirit keep on at me and mm. keep showing me you're doing oracle cards as well 
You're yes, going to have a, yeah, you are, because they keep showing me them more than one deck as well. Yeah, I've got so several ideas, several decks, and all the images ready for Oracle decks. And they're How based on, <laughs> yeah, so they're all based on my fairy photos I was talking about, because I've got images connected with trees. Um, I've got a whole I've even got some that I've started creating for A3 because I love the stones at A3 so I've created some connected with the the beings the beings of the stones at A3 so they'll be quite powerful I think but they are very powerful just looking at the images and what I'm getting them so yeah it's a huge amount of work that I've been given by that realm. <laughs> yeah, to but it's got a few years to get it done now. Giving you a couple of years, yeah. though, like I can hear spirit laughing. What I do want to say, because <laughs> 10 minutes yeah. before the end of the show, would you believe, is there anything that we haven't covered, sweetheart, you'd like to talk to our listeners about that we haven't covered? I was about to tell you what I could do. I've got some nice fairy cards here. I could I could pick a few cards. I got time Go to girl. do that. They're really, yeah, they're really sweet cards. They're called fairy magic message cards. And they they've got the the reading on the back of the card. They're really short little readings. So shall I pick a couple? Please, please. Yeah, it feels be really fun to do. Yeah, one day they'll be my own cards. I'll be really proud. You better be. Yeah. You better keep in touch with me because I'd like a deck. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> so the first card, the first card I've got is called Banksia Man. So Banksia. It's a type of flower. It's a yellow flower. And these these are little illustrations that are beautiful, created by Sharon McLeod, um, Fairy Magic Message Card. So his message is, it's time for growth and transformation. Ignite your inner fire. Allow Banksia Man seeds to open. Out with the old and in with the new. He who piles up treasure has much to lose. At this time, there are fresh things to gain. I am always growing and transforming. I move forward with ease. So that's the affirmation. I am always growing and transforming. I move forward with ease. Shall I pick another one? Yes, darling. Please do. Ah, this is a nice one. A wedding flower fay, and it's got a couple on the front, and they're surrounded by white flowers, holding hands. So beautiful. Fairies adore all kinds of love. They want you to, to prepare for a new romance. Someone you are meant to meet will soon enter your world. If you already have someone special, then your bond will be renewed and deepened. The more you love yourself, the more you will attract in life. I love and adore myself. I am love. I just want to talk about that, Cars, because that's really, um, 
I'm working a lot with love at the moment and especially um, helping people with self-love because that's something I've been working on a lot myself for many years. And um, what I want to say about meeting, you know, the magic behind meeting somebody, your ideal partner, is very much to do with how much you love yourself. And it's really, I, I spent a long time, excuse me, after I separated from my ex a few years ago, I spent a lot of time on my own, really um, learning to love myself again. And um, it was a big journey. And I actually, one of the things I wasn't happy with, I wasn't happy with my body and my appearance. Um, so I, signed up with some personal training with a one-to-one coach that did a year's worth of fitness training and I lost nearly four stone doing that and got really well, really fit. My confidence just soared and it just totally changed my life. It changed my, I felt a lot happier with myself. Um, and it wasn't just outer appearance because obviously I've been working on inside as well <laughs> through my work as a life coach um, and all the other work I've been doing. So that's when the magic happens. When Once we can love ourselves, that's when we start to attract what we really, really want. Or once we're reflecting out that inner love, we, we attract that love back to us. So, you know, if people are asking, why am I meeting this person? Then to look at ourselves first. That's the most important thing. It's really key, I believe, anyway. So I pick one more card. I think, that, enough time? I think that's true, too. Yes, sweetheart, we've got a few a few minutes left, I believe. Okay. That was hard. Oh, this is cute. The little fairy donkey. So it's a picture of a fairy and she's holding a little fairy donkey in her hand. So it's a little donkey in her hands with, with wings. The little fairy donkey won't go where there is danger, nor will she suffer fool's cruelty or cruelty. She responds to gentleness. You are an independent thinker. If you are asked to do things outside your truth, just walk away. Don't even explain. Your courage is unmatched to your size. Live your life with integrity and do things your way. And the affirmation is gentleness moves me. So being gentle with ourselves. um, That's really important, actually, to be aware of how we talk to ourselves. Um... You know, to to speak our names kindly to ourselves and to say loving things to ourselves, to remember to do that because it's really easy to criticize ourselves, Um, but it's important to be mindful of the words we use and um, be gentle and and that will link in with with self-love as well. 
if we can encourage gentleness in ourselves, then we will attract gentleness from others and from life. So that's a lovely card. It was. They were all pretty lovely, though. They were yeah. They were lovely. As time is ticking, my lovely, um, can yeah. you please tell us your social media again, so where people can find you? Yeah. If so, you can do that. Yeah, so my page on Facebook is Fairy Whisperer, so it's F-A-E-R-Y Whisperer. And that's my Facebook page, and that's where all my events are. So if anybody's local to Devon or coming down to Devon on holiday this summer, then it'd be lovely to see you on one of my walks, which I'm, I'm adding a few more for August. Um, there'll be more for the autumn as well. It'd be lovely to meet you. Um, my website is www.fairywhisperer.co.uk. So f a e r y. Whisperer.co.uk and on Instagram and Fairy Whisperer as well. Same spelling. Um, yeah, those are the main ones I use. I also have a group which people are welcome to join. Um, I've got over two, there's over two hundred, nearly three hundred people in the group now, which is called Fairy Whispering. On Facebook, so same spelling of fairy, F A E R Y, and then whispering. And um, you can join my group there, and we talk about anything to do with fairies, share fairy photos, pictures of nature, and it's a very nice, relaxed space. Thank you. Gosh, before we know it, time just goes. Claire, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Take care. Bye.